0: G'day guys, it's Hayden here, and you're listening to Spectrumite, the podcast for high-functioning adolescents and adults on the spectrum, and the families that support them. Spectrumite's mission is to turn all you awesome Spurgs out there, from snowflake to steel, from basement dwellers to base jumpers, and to unfuck your minds and make you mindful. Today's episode is on people with ASDs, masking and passing, the methods we use to mask and reduce our wonderful Spurginess and the presentations of her personality in a format more accepting to a neurotypical audience. So, without further ado, let's begin. Walk like you. Talk like you. And not like you. The children play on the playground. Various games of pretend. Cops and robbers. Cowboys and Indians. forts, House. All games of make-believe that I find interesting to observe in the way that I find wildlife documentaries interesting to watch. I narrate the course of events between a bunch of children playing in my best eight-year-old impression of a refined British accent. It's my game of pretend. I don't play well with the other children. The rules of the game seem to change every day and it's hard to keep up with the changes in roles. In different games, the children are different people. In the playground, the inner demon is unleashed. Smiling students become hurricanes of screams, fists, arguments, and cartwheels. Later, the child who was bullied me mercilessly will smile at the teacher and speak in that drawn-out fashion reserved for greeting teachers on the wintry side of 40. Good afternoon, Miss, Miss Marston. Now this kid knows how to appear as the little angel in the presence of authority whereas I am as energetic and unpredictable as ball lightning, unless I'm doing something that I enjoy. I like acting. I am very, very good at acting. But when this child fires a chewed-up mix of paper and spit from a pen barrel at the back of my neck, an instant textural overload for me, I shall stand up, grab my chair, and proceed to swing it to the side of his head. Spend it. Again. Now, in my fancy, had been doing this for weeks on end and this angry little artist simply had had enough. I'm not very good at the little angel act. There's no script I can work out, no character to embody, no mannerisms to adopt. But cut me some slack. I'm eight years old. But over the years that follow, I get better at playing various differing roles. And one of the few things my teachers compliment me on, what with my atrocious handwriting, my non-existent math skills and my hopeless spelling, is how well I can act provided that I have a script and a character to play. If only she knew that every day of my life has been its own little play. The never-ending play of life. There's conspiracy theories about reptilian aliens taking over the world and infiltrating into human society. Well, I'm not planning on trying to take over the world anytime soon, but I sure do feel like I'm wearing a skin that isn't quite mine. We people on the spectrum aren't quite like you, and in many ways we're very different indeed. I'm so good at acting because every day and every interaction is a rehearsed act with tens of thousands of repetitions. Walk this way, not that way. Speak this way, not that way. Say these things to certain people, but not to others. It's a series of adopted personas. And this is the life of a Spectrumite that has not yet integrated their Spurginess, in the same way that a soldier can fire their weapon at a paper target, and eventually at another living, breathing human being. but that little of their training will prepare them for the psychological aftermath of taking a human life. When the act goes wrong, when our autistic cover is blown, when the face that we present to the neurotypical world slips from our features, like a mask falling off during a theatre act, we find that our well-rehearsed script has failed us, and we're exposed. As we age, we grow more adept to the improvisation needed to get through these lapses, but it's not easy. To all the other neurotypical players in this great play, that is the human experience, it isn't an act, it's simply life. Old people play roles in varying situations to different degrees, but it can be far more taxing and far more dangerous psychologically to people on the autism spectrum. For we spectrumites, it's a play that just never seems to have an ending. No one calls the curtain. There is no bowing to the audience. The act fatigues us. If you've got a chance to listen to my previous episode, The Perils of the Mindfuck Roundabout, you'll know that the transition from teenager to adulthood is incredibly difficult for someone on the spectrum. It has a major effect on their mental health, and in the process, it brings a whole new level to the act of the never-ending play. It's an act that fatigues us because it requires wearing a heavy mask, a false persona. It's a mask we wear in most situations. Especially with strangers or people that we don't trust. The mask requires constant energy to maintain. Energy that is emotional, mental and physical. And some days the mask is glued on a little more firmly than others. But the events of the day can melt the glue away and in worst case scenarios, during times of autistic stress overload, there's a bloody big heat gun up against your cheek. If truth be told, we must take that mask off at times and let our spurredness out, or eventually we're going to experience something like Chernobyl, a complete and utter meltdown. Why we wear the mask? Because sometimes we really just want to be like you. Sometimes we really, really need that job. And we can damn well tell that if we mention the word autism the judgmental asshole sitting behind the desk will jack up and react with fear and ignorance and we can kiss our chances of ever getting that job goodbye. Sometimes just the thought of a situation like that can make us stim like mad. I'm not suggesting for a moment that having a mask on, passing as neurotypical, is a good thing. I wish I didn't have to do it as often as I must. When I create this podcast, for example, I'm conscious about the tone of my voice. I have to record it at the right time of day before I get too exhausted or overloaded. Trust me, if I did this overloaded, you would be listening to it for a grand total of about five seconds before my monotone super speed spurt speech sends you clicking away to the nearest funny animal video. And in some roles and situations, wearing a mask can be a very bad thing to do such as mental health interviews or assessments. So many older people on the spectrum who have become masters of the neurotypical stage are very capable of fooling the average medical professional, unless that professional spectralizes in spectrum-like clients. Sometimes we should actively take that mask off and let people see us just who we are and what we have to struggle with. But that can be a very difficult thing to do. Especially if that persona is very, very tight on your face. And if you're a bit insecure. The Inner Critic No matter how much someone else hates your creative work, there's a chance you probably have hated it more. That little voice in the back of your head telling you that both you and your work are shit. That you said the wrong thing. Did the wrong thing. Played your role incorrectly. Screwed up your chance with a girl or guy or just piss somebody off. It's very easy to let that inner voice have its way when it says you are not like them but you're not good enough anyway. Why do you even bother trying? It takes a hell of a lot more good things to overcome a single bad one that we truly take to heart. For many people on the spectrum their ass gets kicked three times in the event of social failure. Once by the person whom we've screwed up with, once by yourself And once again as you try to work up the nerve to try. Once more. Because behind that mask, the truth lurks. At any moment, you could be exposed. You might not be under the same sort of pressure as a Mossad spy, where exposure could mean certain death, but you might also wish that you were dead if your mask falling off leads to a large enough blunder. You might be able to hold down a job for a few weeks, ignoring the toll of the overload on your body and mind, until finally that mask comes flying off. You might stim, forget your personal spacing, say something very inappropriate, and all in all, fuck up. When you do, depending on your character, you might be in for one or several revolutions of the mindfuck roundabout. And as we all know, the mindfuck roundabout is not a good place to be. Integrating the mask. As I said, it's important to recognise that a mask is a social construct, but it does stem from a part of us. Ultimately, the persona that we present has core aspects of our personality. It's when that mask becomes something inauthentic, something that we're not, that it becomes toxic. It's not just the more undesirable behaviours smoothed over, or the more jarring of our stims altered to appear more socially normal, but a projection of qualities and traits that we truly lack. We all have aspects of ourselves that we dislike, and I'm certainly no exception. We are bombarded with Photoshop models, erudite speakers, people that are fitter, stronger, play guitar a little better or a lot better than we can. Subconsciously and sometimes very consciously we measure ourselves, both their outward personas and their inward self against that of the neurotypical world and our peers' expectations of where and what we should be. You can always have a good hard look at yourself and change aspects of what you present to the world and bring it more into line with your core values and beliefs. Act more like you, and then being you will get easier and easier. Authenticity is attractive, as is boldness, so take a much larger step into a much larger world. You'll find that more people will like what lies behind your mask than what you think. So take that mask from your face, turn to face the audience, bow, and call the curtain. Thanks for listening in to this episode of Spectrumite. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and that way you can find out when a new episode has been released. Also, if you'd like to get in touch, you can reach me on Facebook on at symbol SpectrumiteHP. Or if you need to get in touch with me via email, you can reach me at Spectrumite25 at gmail.com. Have a great one, guys. Hayden signing off.